check. This is a mic check, not Mike kindly, but a microphone check. All right, I'm checking for Mike. Um, check, check, mic check. Can you hear the music? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I mean, I can, uh, yeah. Is it louder now? It is. All right, you're listening to the Salt City Jazz, the only Syracuse-based Utah jazz podcast in Syracuse area. The greater Syracuse area. Uh, I'm one of the hosts. My name is Sean. I'm the other host. This is Greg. Um, and we're back after a bit of a delay. Um, there was, you know, an issue Twitter. I said... Uh, that it was because I failed my life coach licensing exam. Uh, not entirely false. I did fail, but it was kind of like, you know, a little under wraps, a little DUI issue with the other host. We're not going to get into that. Um, but uh, nope. So actually, we can get into this right now. I was on a hot streak of the board game Catan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing well. Doing some drinking I, to celebrate. Uh, I did drink. Uh, my. Cousin drove me afterwards. I did not touch a steering wheel. I'm very anti that. But I was doing well with the board game. I had four games under my belt. I was winning. I felt like the next prodigy. And then I don't know if we want to get into it right now, but I had a horrible day today. Yeah, you got a little trouble with the law today. That's fine. Um. (laughs) Nope, not the law. It had nothing to do with the law. Um, I was hanging out with my parents. I taught them how to play the board game Catan, and they absolutely destroyed me, and the worst part of it was, we're towards the end of the game, it's pretty obvious I'm going to lose, and my mom says, I don't even know how to win this game, <laughs> and it just kind of hurt, because like, she was destroying me, and she didn't even know how to win. I feel like she definitely knew how to win, that was just like rubbing salt in the wound a bit, you know, she was just trying to make you feel bad, that's a classic, um, your mom move right there. It may have been. It was just, it was rough. I had to grab a couple more beers, crack them open, drink them. Just kind of get through the wheel. that moment. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. And I stayed in the same building. <laughs> um, actually, I haven't left this house in a while. Oh, house um, arrest. I'm more of a personal, <laughs> not like a law enforcement kind of thing, but yeah. All right. Well, I mean, the fact of the matter is, uh, congrats to your mom on the Catan win. Congrats to you on the floor. She didn't even win. My dad ended up winning. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, well, they're married, so legally, uh, his winnings are her winnings. That's true. That's how marriage works. <laughs> so, uh, but we're back. And it's the geography special. Everyone was asking for the famous September, uh, December 25th geography special um, brought to you by, what country was that? Or, who was it brought to us by? Yeah, so this is actually brought to us by our brothers and sisters from the Netherlands. So we have a new podcast system, and they let us know where our listeners are at. And 2% of our listeners are from the Netherlands, so we're going to do a little homage to them. Not only is that great to hear that you know we are a worldwide pod, uh, I kind of always assume that, but if they're giving out numbers like 2%, that means that we have at least like 50 listeners, which is pretty cool. Um, or we have like two listeners and one of them is like, they linked their 23 and me to the stats page or like they're only a third of a person. 
I'm not sure how they calibrate it, but pretty cool. Um, hello to the Netherlands. I'm thinking it's more of like a milk situation mm-hmm. where like you got your 1% milk, you got your 2% <laughs> milk, you got your whole milk. And I think we are a 2% milk podcast. Yeah, well, that's a debate for another pod. But, uh, you know, we... we I, I, I'll concede yet. We're, we're 2% podcast. Um, well, I will say this. I haven't tried oat milk yet, but I hear good things. I've heard actually really good things. I, I like almond milk, but I've been kind of told that's bad for the environment now. So uh, a lot of people are shifting to oat milk, which is good, I've heard. But again, I haven't tried it. Maybe next week we'll do the oat milk taste test special. Yeah, we could do the drink a whole carton of oat milk challenge. Fuck. All right. <laughs> that's next week. Uh, that's New Year's week. Is <laughs> the drink? Yeah. Uh, we might be together. We can. We can make. We we can ensure that the other person is doing that. Um, yeah. The drink. All right. Good chance that we do that. Fuck. All right. Um, so, what is geography? Yeah. So the thing about geography is that it includes many histories of geography, which have differed over time between different cultural and political groups. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a term that's difficult to define. Yeah. Um, a lot of kids are getting into it these days. They're uh, learning about the world, space. Um, not like outer space, because geography, I think, has to do with like rocks and earth, cold, hard cold hard soil uh, but you know just like what's going on around so we're kind of all learning about this together um do you have any favorite places yeah so when i think of geography i kind of think of like the heart of where geography started and i go straight to egypt for that mm. um ancient e- egypt they saw the nile and they were like all right this is a river but it's also geography. And they took that river and they turned it into a pyramid. <laughs> that was wild when they did that, yeah. yeah. Um, the pyramids are cool. That's great geography. That's old geography. Um, yeah, it, was old, it was old school. Definitely um, old school. I'm into some new age shit. I'm really into um, one of my favorite places, Salt Lake City, preferably uh, right where the Utah Jazz Stadium is. You know, it's kind of Salt of the earth, so to speak. Um, they oh, got, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, they got some good some good Americans, some good Frenchmen. Um, and they just play some really good basketball there, you know? And that's what we're all about here. Yeah, for sure. We're all about that basketball at the Salt City Jazz. Brought to you by... What's the... where? where uh, how are we publishing this these days? Uh, Anchor. Brought to you uh, by Anchor. Actually, I don't even know if it is a .com. It's like a .fl. I don't know what that means. Don't go to anchor.com. It could be. It go to. Uh, wait, is it .fl? We gotta. We'll, we'll do that. Listen to the ad halfway through. Yeah, it's in the ad. The ad explains it all. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of ads, let's add another piece of geography to this conversation. <laughs> I'm really into Isla de las Muñecas, uh, which roughly translates to the island of the dolls which mm-hmm. is, I think, near Mexico. And it's basically just this island with trees that have weird dolls hanging in them. It's very scary, and I don't oh, like shit. looking at the pictures. That's cool. Um, I I feel like I have to Google the pictures. but I Actually, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have nightmares <laughs> tonight for sure. All right, I'll Google them tomorrow. Um, I've never heard of this. 
maybe that'd be a cool like two weeks from now uh, location episode. Uh, I don't remember where you said it was, but if it's like within the Syracuse greater area, we should check it out. Yeah, it's near Mexico City. It looks horrifying. Oh shit! All right, that's a bit far. Mexico, New York is close, but not necessarily. Uh, yeah, I'd be down to do a Mexico. <laughs> I don't think they have any islands. There, I, you feel like there's got to be some dolls strung up in a tree somewhere in New Mexico, New York. Actually, wait. <laughs> do you want to go to Mexico, New York, and start <laughs> hanging up old dolls? <laughs> All right, that's two weeks from now. <laughs> we'll hit up Mexico, New York, and get down to business. Um, my next one has got to be. Um, wait, stand by. I'm standing by. I forgot the word of this. Oh, uh, although we're, you know, geography is a lot of land, it also sometimes can have water. So Mm -hmm. mine would be the sea of tranquility on the moon. Uh, kind of like a sister podcast to the earth. The moon is like a big ass rock, uh, only comes out at night, never during the day. And they got a sea there, the Sea Tranquility. It's pretty cool. Yep, now could you spell sea for the listeners? Now that is S-E-A. And that's confusing because there is a letter C, um, but that's not really related in any way to this. I was picturing the letter. Yeah, well, you'd be wrong. So I think that was the confusion. Mm-hmm. You got another? Yeah, speaking of standby... Uh, you remember that movie, Stand By Me, uh-huh. which took place in Castle Rock, Oregon? <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Which leads to my next geography, which is actually the country of Russia, mm. which land-wise is very big. How is that related to <laughs> the Oregon one of the One of the kids from Stand By Me looked pretty Russian pretty to Russian? me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't really, I can't, like, picture what a Russian person, it's just like a white dude, I guess, in a parka. Um, but I'll, I'll take that, yeah, that's a good one. Well, Andre Karolinko is Russian, I think. Yeah. Do you want a snake draft around? Do you have a third? I don't have a third. Um, no, I think we kind of, I think we touched on we? all of geography. <laughs> we, I think everyone who didn't know what geography was going into this has a good idea now. Um, so let's just call it. Let's say bail. Yeah, let's get a little into the heart of basketball. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Lakers, well, the season started. Uh, the Jazz played, obviously, and won. Wait, we should mention, just for those who didn't watch last season, uh, the Lakers did, unfortunately, end up winning the uh, championship. They won so. the last. They won the championship. Yep. <clears throat> um, that was a bummer for us. As jazz fans, um, good for us as LeBron fans. We are a LeBron podcast. Yeah, we stand by LeBron. Um, you know, it just felt like after they won, something was missing. Um, you know, that was kind of yeah. like an empty win. The season was like a half a season. Um, uh, people were pretty much very demoralized in the playoffs because Jimmy Butler was selling them $20 coffees and like they kind of just drained their bank accounts. Um, Which is kind of the move. I mean, it was smart. It was a smart business yeah. idea. But then, you know, if you're getting a million dollars for the season, but you're spending two million on coffee from Jimmy Butler, like, what are you even doing? Actually, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I accurately predicted fifty percent of the finals teams because I said it was going to be Jazz Heat. 
It is Lakers Heat. Uh, I don't think we. Well, I think when the NBA playoffs was going on, we were talking about Young Sheldon still. Um, yeah, so that's true. We definitely didn't cover this, but that's actually kind of impressive. I didn't think the Heat were going to do anything last year, but I said it as a joke. <laughs> I also. Well, we'll I see. thought they were getting knocked out first round. <laughs> so are, I hope the jazz part wasn't a joke because that was the a good guess. But yeah, no, I thought for certain they were also getting. I mean, I have very little understanding of the East um, basketball wise. It did look like that the Heat were going to just get swept the first round. So pretty cool they made it. Um, yeah, I would. I would also like to go on the record and say that it was kind of bullshit that that one ref jumped up and goaltended. Uh, Mitchell's <laughs> game-winning three uh, yeah. during the game seven mm-hmm. uh, against the Nuggets. I thought that was cheating. It was weird how he ripped off his like you know Footlocker uniform to reveal he had like a Nuggets jersey on underneath. Um, that seems like something the NBA should look into, but they didn't. Yeah, I was offended. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, uh, Lakers looked bad even though they won. Um, they got a new player in the offseason. Uh-huh. A Spaniard. Uh-huh. From Spain. A geography special. Spaniard. Spain. Yep, uh, yeah, so Spain actually very close to Portugal. That's true. For those keeping track. Almost a butt to it. And Andorra. Uh, I think Andorra is a movie. Is that correct? Uh, I cannot speak to that. But it is a country as well, touching Spain. Could be a movie. Seriously? Yeah. It's like one of those, uh, Europe has five, like, really small, like, city-state countries. And Andorra is, like, a tiny one in between Spain and France. That's insane. Fun fact. Geography special. Everyone's learning. Anyway, Marcus saw... I'm glad to just be a part. (laughs) I, I... It kind of makes me want to do a GR special part two instead of the milk gallon challenge. No, we'll do one next year. Yeah, yeah, I guess we'll run it back. Um, anyway. So I guess a little backstory for those of you who were maybe Lakers fans in the past. Uh, Paul Gasol was a Spaniard who was on the Lakers who helped Kobe win a couple of his championships. Mm-hmm. He has a younger brother. His name is Ma. And Mac helped bring the first ever championship to Canada. He was mm-hmm. part of that Toronto Raptors team. Yeah, some say he was the reason they won. He was the glue that held the team together, but he was kind of like the Iron Giant type. Mm-hmm. Um, he was taller than Kawhi Leonard, yeah. and also he was taller than Kyle Lowry. He's not a finesse player. Um, but you know, they have LeBron, they have Anthony Davis, they have all, uh, you know, the, the soft boys that are good at making shots. Um, they needed a muscle man and that's what they had in Marcus Gasol. He had a pretty insane stat line, um, the first game of the season. Yeah. Do you want to read off his stat line maybe? Do you have the minutes he played? I have the other, other stats, but I don't have any, how many minutes? Actually, before we go into his stats, uh, I think the La- I'm just looking at the Lakers roster right now. Yeah, they have a big three as far as mid thirty year olds. Uh, they got LeBron who's thirty five. Mm-hmm. They got Mark Gasol who's thirty five, and also Jared Locker Room Guy Dudley who's thirty five. 
Damn. So, that's a big three. <laughs> I forgot Jared Dudley existed, let alone that he's a Lakers. That is kind of a big three. We I'm shocked that teams. he's still in the league. <laughs> the fact that there's another short season is very good news for this big three of old people. Yeah. Um, all right, so it looks like he's averaging 16 minutes a game, which is not a lot of minutes. That's barely more than one quarter. So he is not on the court to score baskets. He's on the court to protect his guys, to be a thug. Uh, he got zero points in his 16 minutes and uh, five fouls, which is, I think, is that the max in, in the pros? Uh, so that's the max for college, high school, and middle school. Six mm. is the max for pros. So he's still got the youthfulness of a college player, maxing yes. out five fouls. <laughs> that's impressive, you know. Um, you know, LeBron's going to have the kind of defense that he needs to – uh, make another appearances. Um, you know that would be like twelve straight if he didn't miss it that one year at the beginning, his first year in the Lakers. That's pretty impressive. So, um, Jazz, I guess I'm predicting will play in the Western Conference Finals, the Lakers again, only because of this Marcus Saul edition. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of like I'm looking at Marcus Saul right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven foot one, two hundred fifty five pounds. I'm a little. Worried, like, who on the Jazz is going to fight him. Mm-hmm. But then I remember, we have Derek Favors back. Oh, and I think yeah. Derek Favors <laughs> could beat Marcus Gasol in a fight. Uh, I think that is... Uh, I would take those odds, you know. I, Favors is younger, maybe, right? I'm going to look up Derek Favors. Oh, I would hope so. I mean, 35 is not a young basketball player. Derek Favors... He is younger. Six years younger, almost. Thank God. Pretty damn good. So, um, I mean, that's pretty much the reason that the Jazz stand a chance. Otherwise, I'd be scared of the Lakers. I am scared of the Lakers. I'm trying to see who our oldest player is, and it looks like it's Mike Conley. Oh, for real? Mike Conley. Who is the Grizzlies' leading scorer for the franchise. <sighs> Now he's coming out to finish up the career. To be oh, and Jazz Joey Ingles. Joey Ingles. Kind of old, too. Yeah, but he plays like a 21-year-old, so that doesn't even count. Yeah, he's just out there to shoot threes and make out with cheerleaders. Yeah. Overage <laughs> cheerleaders. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, all right, we're getting near the our, our 20-minute cap, I guess. Not really. It's soft cap. Uh, you want to get Yeah. Now that we got the new podcast uh, software and we can edit this out later, I think we can go as long as we want, so it's not as important anymore. Oh, sweet. Okay. Well, uh, all the better, I guess, because uh, I don't know how we'd wrap this up in like a minute. Um, yeah, no, we couldn't. Do you want to get into the... Also, we don't edit out. As, <laughs> as <laughs> we proved last week, we don't edit out anything. This is our unadulter- <laughs> unadulterated <laughs> conversation. <laughs> As the person who's in charge of editing the audio. <laughs> I don't think you edited one. I don't do anything. Um, I have a very easy job. I'm hoping that it sounds better this time around. Um, it sounds better on my end, for sure. Cool. Nigel is going to do some... He's still looking into our software for next next year. Yep. Actually, so, we have a segment that people have 
been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about Elijah Hughes. Obviously, we want to get him on the podcast. We want to interview him. But before other people start making the hilarious joke, we are aware that Shaquille Harrison and Royce O'Neal could combine their names and become Shaquille O'Neal. Like, we get it. <laughs> We've been getting so much fan mail about this. Yeah, people want to start talking on Twitter. Um, we're sick of it, honestly. Like, that's kind of been beaten to death, that joke. Um, we know. We're on Reddit. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah. We're all over the Brown subreddit talking about this. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, back to Elijah Hughes. He is, uh, you know, our newest addition. Uh, literally, I mean, newer than the first round pick because he was after that. Um, yes. and people are expecting big things. Me, you and I are expecting big things from him and we got some predictions for how his career is going to go. You want to yes. kick those off? Yeah. So I think first, maybe we should just start with the season. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. Elijah Hughes, he has the talent to be a guy that's going to go into yeast mode and kind of take over a game. Yeah. But the Jazz have a very good bench this year. Joe Ingles is coming off the bench, and Clarkson. These are guys that know how to put the ball through the hoop. Mm-hmm. So the only thing is, right now, Elijah Hughes not going to get a lot of playing time. No. But I think he's one injury away from being rookie of the year. So if Clarkson or Ingles gets injured, I'm going to guarantee Elijah Hughes is the rookie of the year and he's going to average 21 points per game. How injured, like, if Joe Ingles misses, like, a, a quarter, is is that the guarantee come into play where he's going to get rookie of the year? Um, you, is it, like, a you, fourth quarter? It's the third. You guaranteed it. All right. Let me put a little asterisk on that. It would have to be a fourth quarter, and the Jazz would have to be down because then Elijah Hughes would come in gotcha. and win the game for them. Okay, I mean, I, I would love to see that. I actually no, I take that back. I don't want to see anyone get injured. So yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to see Ingles or Clarkson get injured. I like both of them. I'll kind of hop on the I'm other just, side of that. I, I I'm just, just saying if it happens, just to cover our bases. Our you know, the first couple guys on our bench are so good that I don't think he'll see the floor once. Um, Here he played the first game, starting now. <laughs> Please don't interrupt me. <laughs> okay, I don't think he did not. All right, so we're taping after the Jazz. Yeah. Uh, heartbreaking loss, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Hughes got to play, um, at least from what I saw. Every winning streak has uh, to come to an end. It was tough. Mitchell did not shoot well. Yeah. But, you know, if the Jazz winning, just need we just need Mitchell to shoot well, like, we're going to have a very good season because most times he shoots very, very well. So, I'm not too stoked. You said it got close at the end? Yeah, no, I got real close. Uh, I was within two, I think, and then ended up losing by four. Okay. Uh, no, they, they lost by five. All right. The well, thing is, though, as I was watching the game, I was like, God damn, if we had a LeBron James on our team, we would be unstoppable. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of teams are thinking that these days. <laughs> That's not the most original take. But you said Mitchell missed 15. Um, 
the fact that we lost by four, if he made, you know, if he misses 13 oh, a game. Sorry. sorry, we lost by five. All right, well, still. All right, so if he misses 12 a game, that rarely happens. And if he missed 12 this game, we would have won. So, um, yeah. tough loss, but, you know, comes down to one or two guys. It's not a big deal. I did see a clip. I'm not going to bring it up. That was very troubling over Rudy Gobert, who got extended. Rudy Gobert, fun fact. Gobert, actually, he didn't play well to start, um, but then towards the end, he started dunking it, and I was like, all right, a dunk is a very high percentage shot. <laughs> it almost feels like he should make all those. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, actually, so- he ended the game with 18 points and 17 rebounds. I would have loved to see him get 20. Which... Yeah, 20 rebounds would have been <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, I mean, that, that too. <laughs> I don't want to say that... I, I don't want Rudy Gobert to get the same amount of points and rebounds every single game, because those numbers should be a bit different, I think. Ideally. Unless you're getting 20 rebounds per game. Yeah, but... I mean, that would be great. If he could do that, that'd be great too. Um, I don't think it happened. Do you have a career prediction for Elijah Hughes? We just did a season one. Yeah, so I'm thinking... Elijah Hughes stays in Utah, right? Yeah. And I was saying earlier, like, we need a LeBron. LeBron's not going to leave L.A. Like, LeBron's an L.A. boy through and through. He loves L.A. He likes the beach. He likes wearing sunglasses. Uh He likes cargo shorts and motorized scooters. Yep. We can't get him to go to the Jazz. But who's the next LeBron? Carmelo Anthony, also a Syracuse <laughs> alum. He is the next so I, yeah. <laughs> so I think, career-wise, next year, Eliza Hughes, he picks up the old telephone, mm-hmm. calls up Melo, and he says, hey, let's kick it in Utah, and Eliza Hughes and Melo win three NBA championships for the Jazz, and then Eliza Hughes retires early and just says... I got three championships. I'm done. He doesn't want to get CTE or anything. That's the smart thing to do. Just kind of call it quits early. Get your money. Get out. Get your rings. I mean, I don't want to see. I want. Yep. I want him to be like a 40 year player on the Jazz. Um. So I, I'm you hoping to, that. You want to play 40 season? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would love that. I would kill for that. That's your prediction. No, that's not our prediction. That's what I said. That's what I want. Um. Go back to what What's you said. Um. LeBron, you know, he was the talk of the league when he got drafted. Everyone always says that when Melo got drafted, LeBron was like, damn, like, that's the next me right there. That <laughs> <I> did happen. <laughs> um, my prediction is that Elijah Hughes will die in 2071. Okay. And that's it. That's a good long life. Yeah. I'm not gonna speak to how many rings he'll have. Um, if he stays with the Jazz for 40 seasons, could be a lot. I think I guess to go a little off basketball. I think he owns a Tesla at some point. I would agree. I think I. Oh, uh, I don't know Utah. I I don't know anything about their. They have electricity in Utah. Poly- <laughs> yeah, they do. But like, I you know New York is pushing for like electric. Uh, cars and shit. I don't. Does Utah? They're very environmental, but also like, I don't know. They're not super, not super forward thinking, I guess. So, I, I I would hope 
I think, I think he could set the trend, though. <laughs> That's, if he does become a star, you could. He's from New York, is he not? He's from Poughkeepsie, New York, actually. Not to reference the Wikipedia. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in this Tesla take. Yeah, He'll own a Tesla within the next five years. Hopefully by the next Oh, all right. Yeah, I wasn't going to put a time cap on it, but... I'm, I'm hijacking your take for that. That's fine, yeah. Um... So some housekeeping stuff to finish up. Uh, you want to get into the somber news? Uh, yeah. So as people know, I moved mm-hmm. away from Syracuse. I moved down south to Seneca Falls huh. in hopes of catching the Strangler. <clears throat> and if any of the listeners who have been kind of following us on Twitter, mm-hmm. I feel like I came very close to the Strangler. Yeah. But I couldn't unearth who it was. No. But and I'm worried. Some Twitter sleuths have some theories. Um, this is sort you of like... based on those theories? Yeah, this is sort of like that thing where, like, the law isn't doing anything, but everyone on Twitter is like, oh, O.J. Simpson killed those people. It was Casey Anthony. It was Paul Campbell. Wait, wait I do want to say this. Yeah? I don't think O.J. Simpson... <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I think he tweets enough to. He's vindicated. He has picture proof yeah. that he's out. But I'm just saying, the public opinion is all saying one thing: like, hey, we all know this guy's the killer, but law enforcement's just not really putting him in jail. Um, so you know, some people are saying that one of our ex sponsors, <laughs> has, our first sponsor, <laughs> our first sponsor, um, has been involved in some way. We're not saying that he was the killer, but. Um, I'd watch out if you see a guy named Paul Campbell walking down the street. Yeah, and I personally, I, I don't, like in my gut, I don't think it's him because he's never tried to strangle me. But I mm-hmm. also know in my heart, he, it could be him. Yeah, it could be. It's tough. Um, you know, there's overwhelming evidence that would suggest he is. It's not saying he is, but it's suggested. Um. I, I, I want to say that I hope we'll know more by the next episode, but I hope we don't, because if we know more, just, you know, that means more stranglings, more victims. And yeah, I think it's, seen... it, it's one of those things where it's like, no news is good news. Exactly, yeah. So here's hoping that we're drinking a gallon of almond milk and there's still only 16 deaths on his hands. All right, well... Or her hands. No, we're doing, we're doing a carton of oat milk. <laughs> well, you can't even... I don't think you can buy a gallon of almond milk. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not sure it would. Uh, we're going to try to keep an eye out, too. So this might be uh, filmed in Seneca Falls. Um, we'll do like the kind of the oat milk slash uh, Seneca Falls Strangler watch out special. Um, we're trying to keep the town safe. You're trying to keep the town safe. You're the one who moved there. That's dedication. Yeah, I mean, every night I'm walking the streets. I'm looking around. Taking I'm pictures. trying to find the strangler. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'm just I'm getting news from our producer and our intern. We we don't have the technology to do video. Uh, we're we're gonna be strictly audio. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll look into it. Um, we don't have the technology right now, but you know, uh, technology improves every day. So we'll see. Yeah, if anybody wants to Venmo us. Some money, we can really get the, the podcast going. <laughs> yeah, we'll put the Venmo in the tweet. I mean, I'm sure you all find this through Twitter. Um, we'll, we'll, we have the episode description maybe too, uh, or the tweet. 
Uh, we'll make it known. Um, <clears throat> do you have anything else before I wrap it up with the last segment? Um, yeah, do you want to start wrapping it up, and I'll start pulling up our outro music? Sure. So as you guys know, uh, every geography special, um, you know, it, it's it's a time that uh, the two hosts exchange gifts. So I'm just sending over right now. Uh, if you check the Discord, we're recording this. I sent over a screenshot of the gift. I kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, we are now uh, co-owners of one acre of land on the actual moon. Oh, God damn. Yeah. So, um, you know, moon is pretty much one of the best places on Earth. Uh, and now uh, we are stationed there. This is an extraterrestrial podcast. We were nationwide at the beginning of the episode with Scandinavia, or was it... Uh, uh, ne- the Netherlands. Netherlands? Oh, awesome. Netherlands. Amsterdam. But now we're... Uh, Pretty much everywhere in the solar system, yeah, we're streaming. Yep. All right. So this, um, I'm excited. I'm also having a panic attack because mm-hmm. this seems like a lot of responsibility, and now I'm like very worried. And now, well, great. I'm, just trying, to doubt, I'm trying to like doubt myself. I'm like, all right, I don't know if I can do a podcast that's <laughs> on the Earth, but <laughs> also on the Moon. So um, are you quitting? Uh. uh <laughs> Feel like maybe we should just we just end the, po- end the podcast. No, I no, I mean we'll end it after you do you you give me your gift and we'll end it. Yep. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Just send me <laughs> just send me what you have. <laughs> All right. You just send it and then I'll hit the stop recording. Yep. Can you just say real quick what you got me?